three guys you've never heard of go viral by beating people up. Podcast porn. Bum da bum bum da bum da bum da bum. Three guys you never heard of. I I was gonna say the word, the c word. Are we allowed to say that on this? podcast because it was said a, fun, a lot a fun fact oh, about man. scott that's like one of my most cringy curse words like i don't oh, really? like that word okay well then we will not we will not say that word on this podcast I, then no i, I appreciate that word i'm not going to say it, it was it was used a lot i appreciate that word in the context of this movie and in the context of guy ritchie films yeah i was gonna say it's pretty classic for guy ritchie yeah i think it's a british more common british swear word yeah, mm-hmm. yeah i i don't care if you guys say it i'm not gonna say it but do our viewers care if we say it um, the only place, all of our episodes are tagged explicit and on our Reddit posts, I always say that it's zero to six swears per show. Zero to six swears. Well, let's hit eight this time, guys. All right. Welcome to Three Guys You Never Heard Of, where it doesn't matter what our names are because you don't know them, um, but it also does. I'm David. I'm Duran. I'm Scott. And uh, we all have beards of varying lengths today. You guys are pretty trimmed up right yeah, now. Yeah, we are pretty trimmed. Scott's really carrying the carrying the, the team on his back, or on his chin, rather. Yeah, yeah. it's heavy. It's heavy. Yeah. Um, and I believe we're going to be talking about uh, another movie this week, The Gentleman. Yeah. Is it the gentleman or the gentleman? This is like the gentleman. seventeenth movie we've talked about. Uh twentieth actually. Twentieth? Yep. Wow. Big two O. Maybe one of these days we won't talk why don't about we a have movie. A, why don't we have a cake? Uh yeah, talking about gentlemen. Oh, uh, we got how do you do's though. We uh, do. what I would like to know is what crime would you like to be uh in deep for? Definitely not human trafficking. Way too many loose ends. That's definitely the reason I'm getting into human <laughs> You've thought about it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll go first. Yeah. I would say... Also, have either of you guys been arrested? Uh, no. no. Okay. Uh, a policeman talked to me one time about trespassing in a graveyard at night. I was chased by the cops. Yeah? Yeah. And you got away? Yeah, I got away. Kids, there you go. Run. Yeah. He'll be fine. You'll outrun him. Was it when you were in college? Yeah. Were you a little drunk? I don't think so. No. Oh, okay. We walked to Safeway. On the way to Safeway, there was a downed street sign. Yeah. And we thought to ourselves and said out loud, we'll get that on the way back. So on the way back, we get back to it, and it's got a big cement thing on the bottom of yeah. it. So I think there was three of us, three or four of us. We all said, all right, everyone, use, oh. use your empty hand. We're going to pick this thing up and walk it. We pick it up. The second we pick it up, a spotlight just appears on us. From a car that's just parked there, and police officer gets out and he's like, "Hey, put that down." <laughs> and so we all dropped it and we ran. Nice, yeah. And he chased you. Yeah, he chased us. Why would he chase you? I don't know. What's he gonna do? He didn't catch us though. Is that what you want to be known for? For stealing, stealing, stealing street signs? Street signs? No. Okay. I uh, at first I was like illegal sports gambling. Oh. As in like rigging games or as in just betting on sports? No, betting on sports. Okay. That's um, not fun at all. Are you going to be good at it? 
Well, I would have to be if I was in deep. Or bad at it if I was it's in true. deep. It's true. I did say you're in deep. Uh, yeah. Or something like innocuous. Maybe, honestly, it would be sweet to have some sort of massive scale, uh, like super wide but super shallow financial scam where no one was affected that badly, but I affected a shite ton of people. So like I don't know, developed some sort of like, mean like a pyramid scheme. Yeah, or like some sort of. I just always think about if I was like able to take a dollar fifty out of every single bank account in the world, and no one would so care. Snapping no office space. Would, no one would care. Yeah. And so if I could. So you want white collar crime? Yeah, I think white collar crime would be cool because uh, I could use my brain. Oh, there you go. Um, and obviously, it's the best facet of me. Okay. I, have um, a, I think I think I would go for. Uh, I've I've always had this uh, one thing to say about me is that I am a strict rule follower. It's a part of who I am, mm. and I don't like it sometimes. But I kind of really want to like do public defacement of property, <gasps> do some graffiti, like get in deep. What does that mean? Real deep, oh, like man, activism. Yeah, well, I, I'm just thinking of like. Uh, like Stephen Ferrier, like uh, Banksy, and right people who are known for it and for doing good things, like uh, doing uh, aesthetically pleasing things, but then kind of just being allowed to do it now. Yeah. Now, I don't think there's like a gang underworld of that, and maybe there's some turf wars with that, but not to the level of pushing drugs. But whatever. Yeah. You know what? What was yours again, Duran? Uh, he hasn't said it yet. I haven't said one. Yet. That's like my oh, edgy okay. like. I'm going to be cool and like do like some that. spray paints. That's I like that. Indicative of who I am, but that's all right. I would steal cool stuff. Like what? What what would be the thing you would What's the thing that you would steal that would get you caught? That would get me caught? Yeah. Um probably break into Macy's and <laughs> go for the chandelier. Okay. The chandelier? Yeah. Like in the store, like not a for sale chandelier. Yeah, go for the chandelier. Um, okay. How would you fence that? Hmm? How would you get rid of that? Uh, I mean, I don't have a plan to oh, okay. do this one thing. That's just, okay. Um, but I think in the process, I'd like run into uh, the store owner's daughter and and she would fall in love with me. Is, he, then, is he retelling a story right now? I think he is. And I just am not recognizing it. No, Liz's dad owns Macy's, all of them. She's loaded. Here's what I want to do. I'm going to get real meta. <laughs> okay. My in deep crime yeah. is going to be illegal. Well, that's redundant. Vigilanteism against your two crime empires. Okay. How do you see that going? Well, I, I, I see it being a long storied rivalry. Okay. Where it ends up with me winning. Got it. Or... Us merging powers. So you want to be the the leader of the the criminals, the the bad guys who who battle you. You just want to be the the lion. I want to be like a private investigator with an edge to him. Oh, who does illegal crap to catch the chandelier thief in the public to face? You just want to be Batman. That's not fair. No, I don't. You do though. I want to be that. You're describing Batman. I'm describing a vigilante who fights criminals. It might be at night. Not saying I'm wearing a cape or ears, like pointy ones, but I'm not saying I wouldn't. All right. This week we're talking about The Gentleman, mm -hmm. action crime, action interestingly, crime. 
No comedy tag there. No comedy tag. Uh, I don't know if I really laughed much. Okay. I laughed a little bit. It yeah. was lighthearted. Would you would you okay. say it's more or less of a comedy than Jojo Rabbit? Mm, I would say less. Okay. Yeah, I'd say less. But I, I didn't laugh either, but I was definitely enjoying the comedic moments. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, written, directed, probably produced, probably everything by Guy Ritchie. Mm-hmm. Who's best known for Aladdin? <laughs> mm, no. Snatch and Lockstock. Yeah. Yep. That was my intro into Guy Ritchie. Yep. And that hit me at a prime age when I was looking for movies like that. And so it's, I probably like them more than they're actually deserving, but mm-hmm. I like them a lot. I mean, they're good movies. So mm-hmm. it's yeah. warranted. But I also feel that way about like Boondock Saints, and I don't think Boondock Saints is a good movie. You guys got a fucking rope. <laughs> it's not. So that's fair. Yeah. Um, also did some Sherlock Holmes in there with yeah, Bobby, Bobby Downey. Mm-hmm. He did Sherlock Holmes. He did The Man from Uncle. Have you guys seen Man from yes, Uncle? Yes, I did. I saw it in theaters, actually. Okay. I enjoyed it. Yeah, It's supposed to be good. I remember watching and liking it, but I don't remember anything about it, so possibly um, forgettable. I mean, it's my man. Henry Cavill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Witcher. We both like Henry Cavill. I'm a big fan. Guy Ritchie, writer as well. We don't yes. want to get into this. Okay. About the writer? Just, I don't know. He, wrote, written, he writes all his own He's stuff. written all of his own stuff, yeah. basically. Yeah. It's a double threat. Music by Christopher Benstead. I enjoyed the music in this movie. Uh, he did the music for Aladdin, Gravity, Wonder Woman, a ton of other movies. This guy, we were just he's, talking about composers. This guy has composed for... He's been around? You know, 15 big budget movies. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then we got cast, yeah. um, kind of a deep cast, I guess. We got McConaughey. Which I thought was, go ahead, as Mickey. Mickey Pearson, yeah. Which I thought was interesting for Guy Ritchie. I don't know. I think back to Snatch and Lockstock, and both those movies have a lot of the same actors in them, mm-hmm. with the exception of Brad Pitt and Snatch. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was interesting to have Matthew McConaughey, who in my mind is a very American actor. Yeah. Well, you also, like, you look at the actor's... Um, in Lockstock and Snatch, and they are doing vastly different things now. Yeah, true. Like he's not going to get uh, what's his name? Yeah, Jason Statham. Jason Statham. Oh man, I like that guy. Because uh, Jason Statham's getting paid big days, so much to go David, to do other stuff. David, yeah. uh, the David character was in those movies. Yep. yep. Yes, and Charlie Hunnam's been in recent Guy Ritchie movies. Hmm. Yeah. 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 I mean, he's he's worked with these people before. It's more just. I thought Matthew McConaughey in particular was an interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I thought he did fine. I think he did good, but I was just surprised. Charlie Hunnam. Hinnam? Arguably, I would say the main character, along with uh, Hugh Hugh Grant, who's way down on the bottom of this list. Yeah. Hugh Grant. I think they're going based off the narrative that was being told and not the. Yeah, I know, but. Still, Hugh Grant helped carry this film. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Michelle Dockery. Downton Abbey. Rosalind Pearson, Mickey's wife. Jeremy Strong was Matthew. He was the only person I didn't really like acting-wise. I felt as if he was a little forced and a little misdirected. Yeah. Oh, the the guy buying. The buyer. The buyer, yeah. 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 Who's Lynn Renee? Who's Jackie? I don't know. Possibly so we can get another woman on this list. Well, good thing we have our picture on this page. We can just identify. <laughs> yeah, we just, no, <laughs> earlier today I looked at this list and I looked at her picture and I still was like, I don't know who that is. Yeah, I don't know who that was is it, either. Was it Laura? Who's? The girl they picked up. 
No, because her name was Laura. The girl that yeah, picked up. Right. What do you mean the girl that picked up? <laughs> the girl that uh, Ray goes and gets, gets from the heroin the addicts. The junkies. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Her name is Laura. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who Spoiler alert. Jackie is. I won't say anything about her. She dies. She dies. <laughs> uh, Colin Farrell plays Coach. Yep. I like that guy in British movies. I like he's Colin Farrell. Great. Well, he's one of my favorite actors. He was in another movie that we did on this podcast. In Bruges. Three thumbs up to. Which movie? What did you say? You just said in Bruges? Yeah, we didn't watch in Bruges for the podcast, but it's a good movie. No. What movie was he in? Widows and Widows. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Widows. Yeah. Okay. And then Henry Golding was Dry Eye. Weird name. I don't get it. Yeah. And then Tom Wu, Lord George. Who apparently has been in other Guy Ritchie movies. Yep. Uh, I don't know who Chitty uh, Jufo. He was one of the heavy guys that went with... uh, Ray. He was the guy who was like incoming. Yeah. He always said incoming. The black guy. Yeah. Don't do that. That's a way to distinguish who he is. We're too woke for that, Duran. Okay. Are are you, Dave? I feel like I'm very woke. Mm, interesting. Then Hugh Grant plays Fletcher. And then Eddie Marson plays Big Dave. And Jason Wong plays Fuck. <laughs> uh, pronounce Foo, but it's okay. Puck. Shut the puck up. I'm glad we're making fun of this person's name. It's a made up name. I'm not making fun of it. I am quoting the movie. Yeah. Shut the fuck up, says coach okay. to Foo. Okay. Wildly mispronouncing his name. Okay. That uh, was in the yeah. screenplay. In parentheses. I'll save my comments. We got Rotten Tomato, critic of 73%. Audience of 84. 73% of the critics gave it a 5.1 or higher. <laughs> what a misleading. Yeah, because Metacritic gave it a 51. Oh, yeah. That's a yeah. good point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, one thing I will mention about the Rotten Tomatoes, I looked up Snatch I think it's actually and Lockstock. Um, Snatch has the exact same critics rating. Really? Yeah. And like a seven or eight percent higher audience and Lockstock has a 74 percent critic rating huh with like a 92 percent audience that doesn't surprise me necessarily like they seem to be pretty like niche kind of films yeah right? they, i don't think they're like a wide audience film they're they seem to be made for people that like that kind of caperish film yeah have we talked about attack the block uh, no, but I, I'm interested in watching it. I haven't watched it. Have you seen Attack the Block? Which one is that? It's uh, doesn't have John Boyega in it. Yeah, it has John Boyega in it. My yeah. boy John. It's uh, it's all about like those kids that were recording the guy who fell off the ledge. It's all about those type of kids oh. and like the way they. T- it's it's a. I like the movie. Yeah. All right, carrying on. IMDb eight point one out of ten. Cinema score B plus. It's overall pretty average. Yeah, I mean high average, but like average. Yeah, it oh. had a budget of $22 million, and it is so far grossed $60.7 million good worldwide. That's a good, that's a good return. Good work, guy. And it came out 24th of January, so it's like third weekend. Yeah. I feel as though I'd, I didn't really know about it until right before we wanted to go watch it. Like, I don't... Yeah. I don't think I saw it really until... Like, the, like trailers for it or buzz for it or anything until, like, right before... Like, hey, let's go watch that. And it's like, okay. Yeah. I thought it was interesting. Maybe it's not for American audiences. This is the thing I'd I think it is. Conjecture about Guy Ritchie. 
Yeah. I also just think he was like, he just did a big budget thing. And yeah. he's like, I just want to freaking make a movie. It's a lot just like his style too. To yeah. his old stuff. Yeah. 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 Fun fact about me. I have no idea what Gary Ritchie looks like. He used to be married to Madonna. I know what Madonna looks like. So now I can picture him. Good. Like a, like we a got male, there. Glad like we made male, it. Like a male Madonna. We got it. <laughs> exactly. Um, oh, Madonna. I actually, th- I've, I've seen him before and he looks exactly what you think he looks like. I'm, I'm thinking male Madonna right See, now. Like a so. small white guy who wears like a beret and he's got glasses. No, he's a lot like his characters that he has in his film. Like kind of like. A British gangster? Yeah. Well, not gangster, but like British like mm, tough guy. Okay. Maybe. I, maybe I'm not describing him well, but right. when I saw a picture of him, when I looked him up, I was like, yeah, okay. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Thumbs? Yeah. I'm ready. All right, guys. Are you ready, Dave? Mm, I don't know, honestly. You don't know? You've seen this twice. You've seen it. I've seen this. I've seen. One and a half times. I've only seen about 15 minutes of it twice. I timed it perfectly. You Nice. Yeah, Good work. I was pretty uh, You also have it very fresh. Because <laughs> you watched fresh. it less well, than. The last 45 minutes are really fresh. That's yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, guys, I'm ready. Insert fists. Uh, three, two, one, thumbs. Hey. Oh, wow. No surprises or all surprises. Uh, I thought one of you might have put it sideways. I we thought one of you would have put it we sideways. We all said thumbs up. All of us did. That's yeah. David yep. Dren and Scott. Three thumbs up. Three thumbs up for this movie. You can just turn off the podcast now. You yeah, got, we're done. You got the thumbs. And eat your vegetables. It's a good movie. <laughs> Call your moms. Done. Um, I I thought this movie was going to be way worse than it was. Yeah, I feel same. like the trailers made same. it out to be disorganized and have just a lack of substance and be more of an action. Yeah. Film. And it wasn't that at all. It wasn't that at all. Yeah. It was, it was, it actually, during the movie, I was thinking, wow, this is like as well kind of thought out and paced and put together as knives out. Mm-hmm. I thought the same thing. I, in the presentation and yeah, yeah, the second half was much better than the first half. I thought <laughs> the half you saw today. No. So here's what I'm saying. Recency effect. The, oh, um, Okay, no, that's wrong. That's false. I did enjoy the first half. The pace picked up considerably. Yeah, it did. Yeah, I I like the whole non-reliable narrator. I like I like that scene even that they like roll back right when yeah. when Mick uh, shoots drives. Dry. So good. That's just a, that's a very cool effect from the perspective he of eats. Yeah, yeah. Hey. That's good. Um, yeah. I think, and it also, because, I mean, we talk about unreliable narrators and who the narrator is in a lot of films, and it's, usually it's one of those things that I don't think people think about when they're watching a movie. Yeah. Even if it's clear that the filmmaker, the director, whoever, it is consciously thinking about, all right, what's, is the narrator reliable? How's that work? But with this, it was very clear, oh, we are watching this from Fletcher's point of view, and he might not be 100%. When both of them are right, like both of them have their own stake in the story, yeah. Which which rely or you know leans into that idea of like, wait, but are we supposed to trust them? And yeah, is this actually what happened? Is it not what happened? Yeah. And the whole time, um, Ray, yeah, does a really good job of not revealing what is true and what's not. Yeah, but his actors still. Like you can still see his uncertainty in terms of like what's ha- like hearing the story from Fletcher. You can still kind of see him go through these like. Oh wait, yeah. you knew you knew that. What? I and so what carried the movie for me was actually Charlie Hunnam's presence. 
Yeah. I just enjoyed him on, on screen. I was like, this is, like, I can take this journey with this guy. His whole aesthetic, the whole way he carried himself yeah. was very yeah. evocative of his character. Mm-hmm. And even from, you see him kind of just sitting in this house and being very proper and very kind of chic. And then you mm-hmm. see him like running through the streets, chasing the kid with the phone and then pull out the gun. And yeah. just like all that was very cohesive. And yeah, there's no way he was running with that gun <laughs> hanging down that whole time. Uh, it was, a, it was, was it he strapped? unclipped it from a from a from a thigh holster? Okay, it was it was. I mean, yeah. There we go. I, so I saw that part twice. I overlapped it. Oh, oh, that was because I was curious about to do because I was like, oh, this same part. I was trying to watch as he was running, but then when he does that, you can see it's attached. That makes more sense. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I'm also okay given that he's the one who's essentially describing the scene. If he didn't describe that he had a gun until that point, yeah, right. Like if he's yeah. retelling the story to his buddies and he's like, oh yeah, then I pull out my gun, right? Like yeah. I could see that being. Part of that unreliable oh, narrative sure. part. Yeah. Dave, did you, I know in the past you've, you've had critiques of movies that like tell you the plot as it's happening. Mm-hmm. Did they do this in a way that still worked for yeah, you? Yeah. So that it worked in this movie okay. because the whole frame, the whole, so I get annoyed with that when the movie is like, Hey, I'm a normal movie. And then it like forces that in sometimes oh, sure. like take shortcuts. Yeah. So this movie's framework from the beginning was set up like that. Yeah. And so, um, and then they got creative with it. So it totally worked because yeah. it was like w- woven into the DNA of how the movie was presenting itself versus, hey, we're going to spoon feed you this for a little bit yeah. or we don't want to show you because yeah. we don't know how to do that. You well, see what I'm they, saying? And they started with that kind of midway twist of of Mac, Mac, Mac getting shot. Mickey. Mickey, yeah. Making a shot, right? I love that because then I was like punching myself in the face. I was like, how did – because I was like, yep, he dies. How are we going to yeah. find out how he dies? Mm. And how, and just we assumed that, and I did, at least I did. I was like, okay, when is Mickey? Oh, same, die? yeah, same. Yeah. I, I think at a certain point, I was pretty sure that he didn't die, but it took me a little while. Well, and here's when I was sure when they got to that point already, and I was like, oh, this is the part where he dies. That's gonna be Matthew's part in this movie. I was like, oh, wait a minute, but he's got more Lincolns to drive, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good. And I, I like the the brief hints at breaking the fourth wall in that beginning part of of Fletcher setting up the scene by saying like, oh yeah, yeah, think about the way this is filmed, right? Setting up. Well, the yeah, because he like has a screenplay. Yeah. And then at the end, he breaks the fourth wall as yeah. he's pitching this to Miramax. I was so so about that part. I was kind of. I was yeah. also not a fan of that. Yeah, but I see why they did it, and I see how they had to wrap it up that way. But so did. Yeah. So was the point of that scene that the entire thing was him and Miramax talking about? I don't know because it gets a little shaky because then you're asking, well, who's the narrator at that point? Does it and go back to being Ray? Here's my question. Or did, is it still Fletcher? Did Coach's boys and Coach was my favorite guy in the movie. Do you like him because of his, his jacket and his pants? Oh, yep. man. I liked all Absolutely. their outfits. <laughs> uh, did Coach was uh, I loved I loved the black cunt conversation. About, yeah, at the yeah, boxing ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's like, no, 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 no. Here's how it was just great. Um, and then a reference to Snatch with the gypsy boxer, mm-hmm. Pikey. Yep. Um, but I here's my question: when he called, when they called up at the end, were they intending to shoot Mickey? Hey, we're going to clean up Mickey having you in his pocket, or did they know the? I think they were intending to try and kill Mickey when they shot the Russians in the van, and it was a circumstance, a happenstance. Oh. Because they called up Coach like, hey, we're going to take care of this thing. And then they hung up. And then they killed the Russians who had Mickey 
which which is a very like Guy Ritchie esque totally like yeah. resolution that happens totally. in Snatch that happens in in Lockstock. so I didn't know I, it. I, I think, think it, had, right. it had to have been that because yeah. the boys don't know no about anything else all they know is that their coach is someone's in got their someone's boy pocket in a, yeah, exactly yeah and so yeah, they maybe. think let's get rid of the guy whose pocket he's in but that's the last time we see Mickey right no no we see him at the very end mm-hmm. do we mm-hmm. yeah what happens at the very end he asks his wife for permission to uh, have sex with her. F- Ray calls Mickey to say, I got Fletcher. Oh, yeah, that. And then he hangs up and he's like, is there a chance? And she closes the door. Oh, uh, yeah. And yeah, one can yeah, assume. Yeah. Yeah, okay. One can. Porkin. Plowing. Uh, I feel like... Slamming! <laughs> say it! I, sorry, 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 sorry. Porkin I just got uh, slamming. I mean, our, talking our, about our, it our Rise of Skywalker episode was just you saying banging the whole time. Slamming. No, it was slamming. Slamming. Pork and The Emperor slamming. was slamming. Yeah, PPS. So, PS, I love you, PPS, there's a baby. Okay. What were you saying, Um, I feel like it was way out of character for Dry Eye to just immediately go to, I'm going to rape Mickey's wife. I, I thought it was a little weird, so. too. I thought he was slimy from the beginning. I just like in the moment doing that thing didn't make any sense to me. In his eye, in his dry eye, Mickey's dead. Yeah, that's true. Maybe, but even then, I don't know. But I think it's supposed to not necessarily be a sexual thing and more of a dominance Mm -hmm. thing. Yeah, he had a taste for power. Yeah. I thought it was a little weird too and it kind of like, uh, okay. I think all it does is set up. um, Pound of flesh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it just it elevates from oh dry eye showed up and tried to kidnap my wife to dry eye attempted to rape my wife. Well, here's yeah. the thing. So I'll, I'll push back and say this: of all the time that we saw dry on the screen, like he gave us zero reason to give him the benefit of the doubt in any aspect of his character. Yeah, well, he's. The, I mean, he is fitting into that like yeah. villain character, right? He's there is no reason for us to care about him. Yeah, he's the antagonist that's pushing against. Mickey and Ray. Yeah. Uh, is is Snatch the movie with Desert Eagle point five oh? Yeah. I think so, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. I watched Snatch very recently. Did you? Yeah, because I asked Liz if she wanted to see this movie, and yeah. she said, I don't know. I don't know anything about it. And I said, well, it's the, it's the same guy who did Snatch, and yeah. it's a British gangster movie. Yeah. And she said, I've never seen Snatch. So we watched it on the way to Hawaii. Yeah. And her takeaway from Snatch was, I don't really know what was going on. And <laughs> that's I said, fair. that's totally fair the first yeah. time. Did yeah. I, I did think that this movie did a little bit better job Americanizing some of the things. Even like the one time they had the the definition of the yeah. Cockney rhyme that they <laughs> said. I thought that was kind of cute. I was hoping they were going to keep doing that. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Like this kind of Mahamnam crabs. Oh, I, yeah, whatever. I like that. The, the Masai crabs. Yeah, yeah, I like that. That was cool. Yeah. Did you guys... Uh, um, did you see the movie with anyone? No, so by myself. No, 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 Gwen. By myself. By yourself, yeah. yeah. Well, there were two other people in the movie theater. Oh, but. man. Actually, so when I said I was in the movie theater alone the second time, there's three old women, and one time, like, they were just like, mm, TMI. Or like, mm, I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> and like, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, well, I saw it early on Saturday morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, like 10. Uh, and all of the people in my theater were I would say over 65. Mm-hmm. Old people go to way more movies than we think. Yeah, I, I agree It's crazy. Because <laughs> I go to weird timings of movies yeah. when I want to see yeah. the movies that we do for this podcast. And it's always old people. Yeah. It was um, just kind of weird. It was like, yeah. I don't really see this as an old person movie, but I guess. Yeah. 
Well, so that in that first scene where Ray's in his kitchen and and then Fletcher kind of comes out of the shadows, and he it's within like five minutes of the movie starting. Ray's like, "Oh, you cheeky cunt!" Yeah, yeah and yeah. like I heard both of the old people just go, <gasps> <laughs> and then throughout the movie they just lay it on, and I was like, "Oh man, I wonder if they're gonna." I had I had a moment of man. I hope these old people aren't turned off because of the language. That's good. Uh, um, it wasn't super great from the standpoint of both representation and you know not making fun of minorities. No, Fletcher. As soon as the first time Dry Eye gets brought up, yeah, it's one after another. Yeah, he starts bring he like these like racist rhymes uh-huh. and he references like a Chinese James Bond and yep. he what does he say he's like uh, about uh, George yeah Lord he George. like references a James Bond movie title um, I can't remember, yeah, I remember what it is but he says it with like a Chinese accent yeah well in, in making fun of uh, of uh, what's his name I'm gonna forget Lord George no the buyer Oh, Matthew. Jeremy Strong, yeah, Matthew. Oh, for, for, being, for Jewish. being Jewish, yeah, yeah. I just thought it was surprising in 2020. I don't happen. think it's surprising at all mm. because that's the guys, that's the characters he's writing and making a movie about. But like Snatch and Lockstock didn't do that. They had the uh, whole thing uh, with the gypsies. I guess it did. Well, yeah, yeah. In in was it Lockstock that had the uh, the Jamaican guys next to him? Yeah, or was it Snatch? One of them, right? Yeah, yeah okay. I uh, I think that Hugh Grant had a blast. Yeah, yeah, we'll come back to that. But I just think that like watching this movie as a white guy, I don't think I have an issue with it. But I could see not being a white guy and watching this movie being like, "This is dumb." Like, why am Maybe. I? Maybe. Yeah. See, I don't think the movie was 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 uh, elevating any of it. It's just part of. It was just a woven into the character's DNA. Yeah. Yeah, but still, what I'm getting at is, uh, it's, should we not make movies about? Those characters? No, 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 no. That's not what I mean. What I mean by is is uh, the people who are being made fun of, you don't identify with, so therefore you don't care about them being made fun of, right? It's it's a matter of perspective, and I'm yeah. saying if you were in the minority that's being made fun of, wouldn't you feel as though that's not a great thing? Yeah, but I don't think the movie's making fun of them. Uh, but it's choosing to have its characters think, yeah. do that. Yeah, I think it's. That's, I would be surprised if at some point someone who was connected with this movie didn't stop and say, hey, is this yeah. okay? Yeah. And I'm guessing when that happened, Guy Ritchie said, it's part of the character. Yeah. I just feel as though it doesn't add Guy anything Ritchie to the character. Him a cunt and then <laughs> I think it kind of does, though, because it shows that Fletcher is just like, doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just don't know if that adds to, because I, I feel as though Fletcher doesn't give a shit because he's blackmailing them. I think it's part of it. Right. Like you, you obviously they, know he doesn't care about both, them. They yeah. both help you understand Fletcher as a character more. Yeah. It, it, all I'm getting at is it definitely didn't pass the Bechtel test, right? There's one woman in the entire film, except for the daughter and the mom. Yeah. Everything is about her being the person that needs to be saved by Mickey. Yeah. Right. Like she, oh, it, she yeah, serves it It's not like it comes anywhere near passing yeah. the Bechtel. It doesn't. Not yeah. even close. That's called The Gentleman. But think about <laughs> other Guy Ritchie films, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. That's uh, that's more what I mean when I say, like, it's 2020. Haven't we figured out that we should probably care about this? I think I think people have, yeah. But I think it'd be it's hard probably to say, like, hey, Guy Ritchie, yeah. you don't make movies with women in them that yeah. are their own unique characters, but you need to do that now. Like, I don't think he 
want like yeah he makes the movie no i get that yeah i get that and uh, yeah and i think that's fair i agree with you though on the whole thing like yeah as soon as that stuff started happening i was like wow yeah but at the same time i appreciate that it's i don't like being in a society that is gonna just like not show that stuff at all 100 percent, because it's like no that's real stuff that happens it kind of gets to that we bring up the movies with mikey him talking about infinity war yep and saying it's a bad movie because it portrays a, a poor relationship yeah. between a like a father and a daughter. Yeah. And I completely disagree with him in the sense that, no, it's important to show yeah. those real bad relationships. Well, and in the same vein, I would never say that Jojo Rabbit is bad because it has Nazis in it, right? Like, I, I think that adds to the character, right? Like, the whole... Joke, Hire me! Yeah, and, like, joking about, like, all of the Jewish tropes and... Jojo Rabbit makes yeah. sense given that that is their character. I just wasn't convinced that it was essential for their characters. That's all. Yeah. That's, it might not yeah. have been. It might be that Guy Ritchie's just built up some good racist yeah. jokes. Yeah. Yeah. And he doesn't care about getting them out there. In uh, his his lyric style certainly fits in well with that, right? Like the the quick, mm-hmm. the witty rhymes, the right, like that, a that gritty flows. British Gilmore Girls. That's exactly it how I describe this it, movie. It works. Well, or you going to say something about Hugh Grant? Dave? Oh, yeah. I just, he looked like he was having a blast. Yeah. He was just like, he showed up to work each day. He was like, I just get to play this piece of shit. Yeah. I'm so excited. Drink whiskey. (laughs) Uh, Apparently, they did that all in like five days. All of those scenes. Yeah. Yeah. And and Hugh Grant and Ray, no, it was Hugh Grant didn't meet Matthew McConaughey until after everything was over. Because they're never never together. They met each other on like a press junket or something like that. Like they, yeah. Which I just think is an interesting fun Hugh fact Grant hasn't been anything in a long time, I feel. Yeah. I don't I, I think of him more as a rom com. Yeah, like a rom com. Yeah. Like actor. Love Actually, Notting Hill. Yeah. Any other thoughts on, on gentlemen? I feel as though we've we've kinda hit him. What, yeah. what are our low points? I mean, I think we, we kinda talked the, about the pace a lot of was low a points. slightly yeah. slow um in the beginning, but I still enjoyed it. Yeah. I think the I I think uh, it did a really good job of taking time, different times throughout the film to dive into each character. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Like, you get a lot of Mickey. Well, you get a lot of Fletcher right off the bat. Yeah. And then it kind of dives into Mickey, and you get a lot of Mickey, and then it dives into Dry Eye. You get a lot of Dry Eye. And then we go on that little adventure with Ray. Yep. And then... Yeah, and you, kind s- of, you still see the, the character progression, especially in Ray, of yeah. him even saying things like, I don't want to do this, boss, and like, right? Yeah. You, you see him actually struggle with what he's doing. And, yeah. And yeah. I think he did a really good job of kind of one at a time giving you f- like a full-fledged character and then starting to put them all together. Yeah. I thought it did a good job of giving us a full Fletcher character. Good, um, good joke. I also think that Guy Ritchie and Cars... Whenever there's a car in a scene, I love what Guy Ritchie... Like, I just love his character. <laughs> the shot from the trunk, the shot of them in the backseat of the car, and it just brought me back to the car scene in Snatch. Yeah. And I just like what he does and how he just... He They're doesn't, cramped. Yes, and his characters in cramped spaces is hilarious to me. When he uses the car as a, this is going to be a pun, yeah. I hate it, but a vehicle for the plot, right? Like, it's not just 
a setting which some people use, yeah. right? But it's actually like it, it drives the plot. Oh my gosh! I feel like when you're going to oh drives it home. I hate this. When Scott's out tagging some public That's property, right. he's going to be screaming puns out at the top of his lungs. <laughs> Just because it's on the same level of yeah. debauchery. Yeah. Yeah. It's my alter ego. Yeah. Oh okay. my god! Uh, you other... said drives it home. Bad things. <laughs> hey, I was along for the ride, man. Thanks. That's yeah. good. Yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah, no, I like the music, uh, especially in the Ray adventure scene when they walked in the apartment and they turned it off on the radio. But I like that music. Yeah. Did I you say the that you didn't like that in Joker when they stopped? Was it you? I didn't like the music in Joker. Okay, well, I like the original the score. Academy yeah. disagrees with you. Oh, <laughs> I liked the original score. Yeah, but not the interaction right. between the music and the characters. No, not really. What no. scene? Right. Huh? When he's like getting ready, there's a lot of scenes where they just pull non-original score, non-original songs. I didn't get sidetracked on that, but pulled me out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But Um, this didn't do that. Yeah, like I said, the only actor I didn't like was Matthew, just because I felt some of his lines on the nose. It was it was like overacting. Yeah, he was very. uh, He was very. Which is, I guess, kind of his character is. Supposed to be. Yeah, like flamboyant like that. But I just. I've been in the game for twenty years. Yeah. My crabs. Will eat you. That's good, Dave. Um, three atoms. So I'm thinking that 120 million is more like the price. Yeah. Fucking I, your own I also, fetish. that's, I mean, I kind of had an issue with that because isn't he supposed to be, Matthew's supposed to be worth like a billion dollars, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got two goons with him. Yeah. Who just get taken out and easily. The and then it's like, oh, he's now going to get taken hostage by some guy that's worth. A fraction of what he's worth. And yeah. he's got nothing, like nothing's going to happen. Yeah. Well, it shows you the leverage of just uh, um, physics. Physics. Do tell. Um, in that moment, he'll be in a freezer with a guy and a knife. And it's like, dude, you got a billion dollars, but you're also tiny. Yeah. Yeah. But don't you think a guy with a billion dollars would bring more muscle to a known gangster? To uh, be to be no, ready. That's at how least. arrogant yeah. he was. And yeah. remember what we talked about ego in the beginning of the show. Yeah, what was it again? Can you remind ego us? Ego is the anesthesia that deadens the pain of stupidity. And he thought he had it all planned out. Yeah. Yeah. But he forgot that crabs can't scuttle fast enough sometimes. They can only move sideways. Only sideways. <laughs> Just stand beside him. Or wait, stand in front of him. Um, Imagine bodyguards who could only move sideways. I just enjoyed it. I again, it's one of those circumstances of I had low expectations. Yeah, because of the trailers. The trailers did not do this movie justice. It 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 was eerily similar to going into Widows, thinking this is going to be just some garbage thrown together. Yeah, I didn't get that sense. I thought from Widows, no, from from this, this. I didn't get. I can sense when trailers are really trying hard, and then I know they're going to be bad. But when a trailer is just kind of like a thing and it's not like repulsive, I go, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. I judge pretty hard trailers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I overall, I liked it. I I think that it's, I think this and Knives Out are, when I came home and I was talking to Gwen, I was like, Knives Out's my favorite movie from 2019 and this is my favorite movie from 2020. Yeah. Yeah. I I was a fan. I thought it was great. It was also kind of another whodunit. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's exactly my jam right it's exactly the kind of movie mm-hmm. i love it's mm-hmm. it's got all the things i like so yeah i got no complaints about it um all right guys recommendations recommendations um so i, I think i want to look at 
would we, I think our unanimous answer is going to be yes. Would we recommend this for people that like Snatch and Lockstock? Yeah. I think those are the Guy Ritchie fans that will enjoy this. Yeah. Because if you go into people, I don't know if like Sherlock Holmes fans are going to jump into this and, and really enjoy it. Are there Sherlock Holmes? Like, are there, are there just like are a, there Sherlock solid, Holmes fans? a solid group that's like, you know what? Are my there favorite people movie. Out there that just like those two movies. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. is my man in that Sherlock oh, Holmes God. movie. That, that movie had a bad rap because the Benjamin Cumberbun movie or Show. miniseries was out at the same time. Blueberry Pumpkin Patch. Isn't and there another? So much better. Is that the one that's still out right now that has The Hobbit? Yeah. That has Bilbo in it? Martin Freeman? Martin Freeman. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about the one with Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. Oh, yeah. Uh, something in Hobbs? Sherlock? No. no um, Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. They just Sherlock Holmes, Holmes and Watson. Yeah. Holmes and Watson. Holmes and Watson. There you go. Uh, Watson, it was me the entire time. It's a fake mustache. Did you see You it? watched it? No, I saw that part of the trailer okay. and I laughed so hard and I was like, I'm not going to go see a movie where that's the best part. <laughs> yeah. Um, good on Guy Ritchie. Yeah. Get back to his roots. To get back to this. And to, I think, knock it out of the park. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's exactly what it was trying to be. Yeah. yeah. I think it, it hit all the marks. I, I would appreciate one of these movies from Guy Ritchie every year. Yeah. I would, this I like, and a, I would be a happy Who Done It. From, uh, yeah, from from Ryan Johnson. Ryan they've, Johnson. They've been talking about sequel a lot. They have. I know. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Knives that. Outer. Um, how else do we want to think about these recommendations? Parents. We can do parents real quick, and then yeah. I, we can. I think I have an idea of how to rate it. Yeah, uh, cool. both my parents would like it. Yeah, even Craig, with the language. Susan, if you're listening, yeah, 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 they don't give a cunt's butt. Ooh. <laughs> I know uh, my mom listens it. Yeah. Um, I think she would. Be f- I think she'd be okay with this movie. I don't think she'd come away like giving it a thumbs up. Yeah. I think my dad would enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my mom would walk out at the first like. Cunt? The, <laughs> the first C word she'd be out. My dad would love it. He, Yeah, he'd like it. I think his problem would be that he would get, yeah. uh, just there's a lot going on. And so I think he would want to see more. Like, I think he'd want a more consistent storyline instead of like the ping ponging back and forth. Yeah. But no, I think he'd like it. Uh, how do we want to rate it, Duran? Uh I was going to say. Against other guy reaching. Oh, okay. That's yeah, we, a brilliant idea. The way you that. set that up, man, we, mind blown. We we did that. So I'd watch Aladdin no, 17 times we, before this. We didn't. Yeah, yeah. What? Uh, Sherlock Holmes? I'd say this is his second best movie. The first one being? I'm partial to Snatch. Yeah. Snatch? Okay. I do really love well, Snatch. Well, and here's what's great about it is because it's just they say kind of a lot. Dude, I think I actually think I'd watch this again before I would watch Snatch. Oh yeah, me too. Because I've seen Snatch eighteen times. Yeah, I've I seen think Snatch a lot. This movie is a better executed movie, and it certainly has a higher level of polish than like a Lockstock. But I do really like Lockstock. I mean, it's yeah. I think Lockstock would be third for me. They do some pretty cool things with narrative storytelling in Lockstock that are yeah, they're cool. Dave, as our only person who's seen The Man from Uncle, what no, is that? I've no, seen yeah, he's oh, you saw it. You I, don't uh, remember. It was forgettable for me. Man for Uncle. Remember. Better than Sherlock, better than um, oh, I like Aladdin. Sherlock. I like Sherlock too. Those action sequences where he like breaks down the whole thing—that's just so cool. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's fun. It's I mean, really it's corny. It's like, fun. I would watch Sherlock it. again. Yeah. It's better than Aladdin. Better than uh, his Excalibur, his King Arthur. How thing. bad was Aladdin? Better than Robin Hood. Aladdin was not good, man. Was it really bad? But yeah. In in the Disney live actions, where would you put it? Aladdin. I would put it. I haven't seen any. Of what them. would I put above? I saw it? Jungle Book. I put Jungle Book above it. Would you put Lion King above it? Have you seen Lion uh, King? Yeah, I saw Lion King. Um, just because I cry every time that Mufasa dies. Yeah. 
I would put it above it. I might see Mulan. I'm yeah. going to. Mulan and here's why. Because cool. they're getting back to the OG source material. Yeah. Mushu's out, but they do have that weird witch gal. That's my biggest pet peeve with the movie. Though. Is it took Mushu out? Yeah. Yeah, Mushu's awesome. Mushu is. But yeah, but Mushu was added best. in by Disney. Yeah, and not in the original source material. That's fine. Um, yeah, I'm going to see it March 27th. Mark your calendars. Uh, I didn't realize how much. I liked Mulan until we watched it over Thanksgiving. Yeah. It was oh, on to appease the kids. Oh, yeah. And it yeah, got to the end. You. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I so I watched Mulan every day right before oh no, right after Walker, Texas Ranger. After school for like a year and a half. That's and whenever I faked sick that's to stay home watch. with I Tang, watched Zoids. Tang and Toast, and I would Zoids. watch Mulan. Tang, or Power Tang Rangers, and Tang and Toast. And I to made a Power Rangers joke better. today in class today. Oh, man. Uh, the, the Return of the Ooze or the Ooze one. That's the one I watched a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the best one because they get dinos. Right? Yeah. Uh, Guy Ritchie <laughs> film comparisons? I, I think we're... Second place. Silver. It's in top three. Yeah. I think it's right up there with Snatch and Lockstock. I would watch all three of them again. <laughs> like, uh, I, ha- I haven't watched the other two in a long time, so I actually kind of want to go watch them now. Um, so we have Frodo Fest for Guy Ritchie. We could do a, uh, you, you know that he owns a brewery. What's it called? Gritchie's. Gritchie's? It's like G Ritchie's. Yeah. And it's actually in one of the scenes. There's like a truck behind one of the cars as they're getting out. And it's, I I remember that. Yeah. I remember the Gritchie. Yeah. That's Guy Ritchie. That's Guy Ritchie's brewery. It's too obvious. Yeah. God. I didn't see it. Um, okay, cool. Uh, other media recommendations. Anyone? Yeah, I got mine ready. Okay. Guys. Yeah. Oh, man, what's it called? Uh-oh. Oh, ready. It's, no, it's called The Vice Orchestra. Hmm. It's this guy on YouTube. I found it earlier this week when I was skimming through my YouTube feed, and he takes household objects and then plays music with them. What do you guys think? Do you want to see an example? This is weird. Uh, uh... Just like, here we go. Oh, <laughs> tiny hats. Tiny heckin' hats and wigs. Oh, device orchestra. Device orchestra. I thought you said the vice. That's what I thought you said too. How? How's he doing it? Toothbrushes don't make these noises. What is happening? (laughs) I just love how bad it is. Yeah. It's it's, amazing. The reason I like it is because I understand how he's doing it at a certain level. Not like at a super deep level that I could like go do it, but I kind of understand the process he's going through. And the amount of time and effort and attention to detail he had to go through is just absurd and it, I, I like it just because it's absurdity gotcha a device orchestra not the vice or device <laughs> devices and device uh, devices that you use device orchestra that's my recommendation nice uh was I, one of us plugged Shits creek and david, so. david okay you can plug that one you want okay. i'll plug it dave plugs it because he's uh, david yeah. <laughs> i'm david or we both you can. look like a garbage like a look like a witch's house in here david <laughs> You look like a raccoon, David. <laughs> uh, um, Shit's Creek is a good show. It's, it's on like, Netflix. It's really witty. It's uh, Eugene Levy. That's it's good. him and his son wrote this show. Mm-hmm. Um, the premise of it is that... Is this, David his real life son? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, changes everything. <laughs> um, it's this super wealthy, rich family. loses all their money yeah. and moves to this really small town. Kind of against their will, and yeah. it's them surviving there with no money and okay. having to do with real people. 
Yeah, Let's go Shit's Creek. We're going to dual Shit's plug Creek. it. Shit's Creek. Apostrophe S. On Netflix? Yeah. Okay. It's on the flicks. Do you have another one, Dave? Uh, I was just going to say I uh, like Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Huh. I started watching that on the plane. And it's so... It's got its own style. So over the top. Anyway. Guys, are we done? I think so. Uh, this has been three guys you never heard of talking Ooh. about... The, the gentleman. Ge- the gentleman. Uh, you can find us online in all the good places, particularly if you look for three guys you've never heard of. And some of the bad places, too. Yeah. I mean, the places you go to. The bad places. I feel like we're writing a song right now. Mm. Uh, if you want to find more episodes, you can find them on our website. Uh, you can also email us. You can at threeguyspod at gmail.com. Yep. T-G-Y-N-H-O. We still, I don't think, have gotten an email. Yeah, so nope. thanks, guys. First person gets the sticker. We got lots of stickers, actually. Yeah, we'll send you five stickers if you email us. You we'll send you $1,000. Threeguyspod Whoa. at gmail.com. Just kidding. We won't Three stickers or $1,000. But if you email we us, choose. we'll be excited as if we had gotten $1,000. You can also email us and tell us that we're wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you have an opinion that mm-hmm. differs from us. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we'd like to thank Matt Eastman for our track. I'm pretty sure it's Matt Eastman. He would be a plumber, but he's scared of heights. That's good. Now yeah. you can do the the outro part. Oh yeah, uh, guys, three guys you never heard of. Thanks for joining us. Call a ton of moms and eat your vegetables. I'm Scott. I'm David. I'm Duran. So just take some time, think about it, make it good. Dave, you're the comedic back of this show, so. Uh, no, well, I'm he's not. the comedic back? No, I'm not. What am I? I'm the comedic front, if anything. You're you're the calm, cool, level-headed one. Oh, I guess that is true. Um, oh God, so much pressure, but I've performed under, under this before. Three guys you've <laughs> never heard of.